Do you find yourself complaining about the price of gas or rising grocery costs? Little things that are out of our control can take over the conversations in our head and cause us a lot of undue pain and negativity. PTSD makes this much worse and can even cause things like this to damage things like our self-worth, relationships, and sleep. In today's clip from our Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching Program, you'll hear Brad and I talk about acceptance, what acceptance is and isn't, how to practice acceptance, and what healthy acceptance looks like. If you like today's content, you can try Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching and get coached by Brad and myself free for seven days by going to overcomingptsd.com slash free trial. And when you sign up, you'll get over $3,000 worth of amazing bonus programs that you get to keep for life just for signing up. All right, we are live here. Welcome everyone to our Recovery Secrets Daily Coaching session. It is Monday and we are back for another, the start of another awesome, awesome week of recovery content. And we are so excited for it because we have an awesome week planned. Last week, we just did a boot camp, which we do once a month, where we do a deep dive on a specific topic. And we talked about boundaries, which was a ton of fun. On Friday, if you missed it, we did a boundaries workshop, which was also a ton of fun. So we're definitely going to do more of just workshops in general in the future. But of course, we will be doing more boot camps in the future as well. So, like I said, we have an awesome week planned of content. We're back to our round robin schedule, which is on Monday. We're talking about mindset, Tuesdays, routines, Wednesdays, processing, Thursdays, addictions and or relationships and communications or stuff like that. And then Friday, we're going to vote on a topic to that was a community picked topic so that we get that in as well. So, I'm so excited for this week that we have planned out this mm-hmm. lovely man. So welcome everybody. My name is Brad. If you are new, welcome. If you're old, welcome back. As always, I hope you guys had a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Uh, Like Kayleen said, we just finished up our boot camp last week on boundaries. Uh, If you missed it, you can go back into the platform and watch it. But today we have a great topic. It's honestly one of my favorite topics. It's something that I'm actively actually going even deeper on in my own life. So it's going to be really great to talk about. Um, But today we're talking about the the idea of acceptance. And this is a mindset that you want to bring forward um, through your everyday life, through every second of your life is acceptance. Um, Where you're not fighting reality, you're working with reality, accepting reality, accepting what is, and really focusing on the only things that you can control and not focusing on all the things that you can't control. So that's what we're talking about today. I'm really excited. And it may seem like a very simple, simple topic. And, you know, a lot of times people say like, focus on what you can control, not what you can't control. But, you know, we're going to go deeper on kind of the nuances on how to actually bring this forward in your life, what acceptance looks like, some actual tools to, to, to actually actively accept things as disturbances and stress and anxiety comes up in your life, because all of those things are signs of non-acceptance on one degree degree or another. So we're going to be talking about it on a lot of different levels today. So it's, it's going to be a really great deep dive into this topic. And we'll honestly, I believe it will change your life. If you, if you listen to this and you, you bring it forward, um, throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your life, it will absolutely change your life Yeah, and bring you a, a lot of peace. Topic. Yeah. Yeah. And it is one that you can continue to go deeper and deeper and deeper on. So for those of you, you know, who have maybe, I I mean, we've done content, a little bit of content on this in the past in recovery secrets, but of course, for those of you in broken, who unbreakable, no matter where you are on this journey in regard to this topic, it's always an excellent idea to kind of go back and refresh and see how you can bring this deeper into your life and into your Mm -hmm. recovery journey. So if you're going to be joining us live here, feel free to say, Hey, in the chat box, and we will be able to welcome you as we get rocking and rolling here. But 
I think to start out, I want to talk about, or I want to ask you, Brad, specifically in your life to share a story of when acceptance like was a make or break situation where it just did help you do like a full 180 on, on something or someone or anything like that. That's a good, good question. Um, there was this time, right. Where, um, I developed a lot of fear around just being around people in general. Um, whether it was like family events or events with Kayleen's family or whatever it was, just going out in public, I had a lot of fear around being around people. And I realized that that was something that I was resisting inside of myself. Um, and a lot of times we talked about this two weeks ago and the topic was keeping an open heart. And you'll, you'll, you'll hear similarities from what we were talking about two weeks ago. Um, but for me, I wasn't accepting basically the fear in my emotions. So for me, the biggest thing that, um, I resisted or I didn't accept was my fear around my fear and my anxiety that I experienced around other people. So what I did was I pushed that down, right? I resisted that. I pushed it away. I didn't want it to be true. I didn't accept, Hey, I have fear. Right. And what that does is just, or what that did to me was just it, it ensured that that fear stuck around forever. And whenever I, you know, was around people, that fear was triggered and I would get overwhelmed. Um, so I remember very clearly, you know, just laying in bed, relaxing, cause that's a huge part of, um, uh, kind of the, the, the process of accepting is relaxing and releasing the emotions that you are attached to, um, and attached to when resisting something in your life. Um, I remember just laying in my bed and thinking about being around other people. Um, this family event specifically, I forget what it was, um, in particular, but, um, I just remember I had so much anxiety around this. And then I just, I just like sat down and thought to myself, I was like, Brad, you've been, you've been resisting, you know, all of this energy, all this negative emotion inside of you for, for so long. And you've just been building it up and up and up and up. And the closer that, you know, you've gotten to this event, it's just gotten worse, but you haven't really allowed it to flow through you. And and, and be released. So I remember just sitting there and within like 20, 30 minutes, that anxiety was gone. That fear was gone because I accepted that I had fear around this and I let it, I let it go. And by letting go, I mean, I, I felt, I let the emotion, um, basically pass through me in the way that it was supposed to, instead of resisting it, instead of not accepting, Hey, this is how this made me feel. I let it go. And then the emotion was out, it was gone, it was processed. And I was able to go not only to that event, but so many other events, which I mean, there was also the process of acceptance as I was there, but it took down probably the biggest, the biggest chunk of non-acceptance and anxiety that prevented me from actually going out and doing things. So that's an example of like, when most people talk about acceptance, it's usually talking about like external things, which is 100% true. But for me, in this case, it was like, I have, it was just me accepting and be, me being honest with myself that, Hey, I have fear around this. I have anxiety around this and I haven't dealt with this. I haven't let this energy out and I have to allow myself to release this and process this so that I can move forward. So I wasn't fighting it. I wasn't, I wasn't afraid of the fear. I finally came to peace with that. And I allowed myself to feel, to feel that and let that go. And I was free from it. And that's like a big part of this too, is when you start to accept things, you become free of the fear. And a lot of times we think that, on the other side of the, the fear or the pain 
it's more pain. But once you get through the pain, you let that pain out. It's like, it's light. It's not dark. It's light. It's peace, not more fear. So that is another mindset that I brought forward with acceptance. When you start to accept things and let things go, you get more peace. You don't get more darkness. You know, if you get more darkness, it's just other darkness. It's not more of the same. Cause once you let it out and let it go and you accept it, it's done. Good story. Good, good. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good start to this. Right. And so in my life, this has come into play quite a bit as well. It's definitely come into play in regard to sobriety, in regard to my relationships, and just in regard to self-love as well, which I think is one of the reasons this topic is really, really cool is because it has so many different areas that we can apply it to, right? So for example, in regard to sobriety, it was about, and also in regard to self-love, it was about accepting the way that I feel, right? And so I'm not going to deny that, you know, this is something that I, I want, or this is something that I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling uh, depressed. I'm feeling angry, like accepting those things is really the first step to dealing with them. Cause when we push them away, what happens, right? We can't just continue to sweep everything under the rug or try to, you know, fit it all in that closet. Eventually it's going to need to be dealt with. Right. And so much of in my experience, so much of addiction is pushing things away. And that what you're doing is you're running and you're numbing with some sort of substance or, or something like that. Right. And so when you start facing it, when you start accepting it, when you start saying, Hey, this is how I feel. And sometimes it's about sitting in it, right? This is how I feel. I feel anxious. I feel like I want to run from life. I feel like I'm afraid of something. You not only gain a ton more awareness, but you're able mm -hmm. to then make better choices. And so for me, it was about accepting in regard to addiction. It was about accepting those behaviors, accepting myself for wanting to do those behaviors, for doing those behaviors in the past. And then also understanding that once I accepted them, then I could then kind of control my future going forward, which was a really, really cool thing. So it came into play there. It came into play for me in regard to self-love, which was a huge journey for me, just accepting, Hey, like, this is how I feel right now. Right. So like, I'm a little anxious. I'm a little tired, whatever it is, that's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to be human and just kind of talking myself through like, it's okay if you're anxious, you know, we're, we're going to just do our best today. And that might look different today than it looks tomorrow or than it looked yesterday. And that's okay. And this not, might not be your best day ever. And mm -hmm. that's okay. And so acceptance comes into play there as well. And then of course, in relationships, and this is more of an external, right? Those two things were more internal. And, and like Brad said, typically people think of external things and not internal things, but relationships was a huge one for me. Just understanding that we can either accept people or not that, I mean, that is really like where we're at, right? We can either accept this is the way that this person is or not. And that was tremendously helpful in my relationships because what I used to always be seeking is, you know, basically there's uh, someone in my life where I was like, okay, this person is good. And I was deciding on them. This person is good. This person is evil. Right. And so I would go back and forth between this. Okay. This person is good. Like, no, this person is evil. Right. And of course not evil, but like good and bad. Right. Until I finally kind of got to the point where it's like, oh no, this person is both of these things. And that's just the way that they are. And there's nothing I can do to sway them more good or prevent more evil. It's just the way that they are. And this beautiful thing happens when you accept any or all of those things is it gives you freedom and it gives you control. And that is a really, really cool thing about this, this concept of acceptance is it's internal, it's mental, right? It's something that whether, even if you're doing it on something external, it's an internal process that's happening. It's super straightforward. And 
it's also very logical. So there's a lot of elements involved in this, but it's going to give you this sense of freedom. It's going to give you this sense of peace when we accept, Hey, I'm afraid of this thing. Okay. Then we can face it. Then we can deal with it. Hey, this isn't working for me. Hey, I'm having a bad day. Right. Then we can do something about it. It's not dwelling on the bad. Right. And that's, I think where I got stuck mm -hmm. at first a little bit was like, well, if I accept, if I acknowledge basically that this bad thing is going on or that this, this negative thing is going on. It means that I'm focused on it and I'm going to get more negative in my life. And it's, it's mm -hmm. going to be bad basically. And it's the complete opposite. When you accept this is the way it is, it's in a sense. And for some people, they feel differently about this in regard to their sobriety journey, but saying like, Hey, I'm addicted to this thing, right? That for me. And for a lot of people is the very first step to actually dealing with it. Hey, I'm addicted to, this is an issue for me. That's acceptance. And then from there, now, if, if you never think it's an issue for you, right, if you're doing hard drugs and alcohol and binging and whatever, and you don't ever accept and say, hey, this is an issue for me, what's going to happen? Or rather, what's not going to happen is you're not going to be able to take the actions that you need, kind of get the help that you need, help yourself in a way where you create a better future if you keep ignoring it. So acceptance is a really beautiful thing. And again, it, it covers so many different areas. So what mm -hmm. I want you to think about here today, as we talk more about acceptance is what are some things that I can accept internally and externally understanding that accepting another way that I think of acceptance is like gathering data, right? It's to me, it's a very, very logical thing, which is it's in my brain, this is the way that it is, <laughs> which is reality, right? And we're going to talk about kind of mm -hmm. some different things to accept but it's a very logical process. So I want you to think about internally, what are some things maybe we kind of keep pushing off and need to accept and externally, what are some things that we keep trying to ignore and might need to accept in order to best approach them? Because again, once we accept them, then we have the data, then we have reality, then we can start to make decisions on based or based on what we need to do because now we have reality. Mm -hmm. So at its foundation, acceptance is saying, <laughs> I mean, the opposite of acceptance is resistance, right? So in it's resisting reality. And if you think about it, some, when I, when I first heard this, it, it made me really stop and think and scientists say, you know, the universe started 13 point something like nine years ago, 13.4 years ago, a billion, billion years ago, 13.4 <laughs> billion years ago, something like that. Um, like that's when the big bang started and every like, like the universe started expanding and all these other things started to create, uh, be created. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's, that's wild. It's like the moment that we're experiencing right now is like 13 billion years in the making. And do you think that I have, I asked myself, like, do I think that I have control over, over that? You know, do I, like, can I control what has been happening for 13 billion years? Is the fact, is it reasonable that I, I'm able to exert control over the things out there? Right. And generally when you're not accepting something, you're fighting against reality. You're fighting against life. You're fighting against the very thing that, you know, easier experience you're fighting, you're fighting against your life. And, um, generally it, it has to come down to what you want and what you don't want. So if you look at what you want in life and what you don't want in life, that is usually a good indication of what you might be resisting. So like example today, it's like, 
I guess, I don't know if it's actually raining, but it looks like it's raining outside. Like if you look out the window right now, it looks like it's really raining. Um, for a lot of people, they're like, oh, I don't like the rain. I don't want it to rain, but it doesn't matter if you like it or you don't want it. It's still happening. The only thing that is happening from your resistance of the rain is the emotional disturbance inside of you, right? So the rain has nothing, like the rain is the rain. Like it is not good. It is not bad. <laughs> the rain is the rain. It's our interpretation of that. It's our resistance to that. It's us saying, I don't like the rain. I don't want the rain. And then it's us building up these emotional uh, uh, disturbances inside of us. And then that, I mean, if you bring that over to someone on the road, right? So if there's a bad driver on the road, um, you can't control what the other person does. And a lot of times, you know, I used to be like this when someone's driving crazy, it would get to me. And I would be like, I would resist that moment. I'm like, no, no, you're not going to cut me off. I'm going to cut you off. Um, and then it would stick with me throughout the day. And then I, I realized I would tell other people about this bad driver. And then, you know, like, had I just accepted that and let it go and been like, I can't control that. I would have been at peace. Um, so it's about fighting reality and, and wanting reality to be something different than it is right now. And all the emotional disturbances that um, go along with that. So something else that kind of changed my life with, with acceptance has been because acceptance can be hard, right? You don't want to accept you have like when you're angry at someone or, um, you're feeling emotional or even feeling triggered. Um, cause all of those things are like your body and your brain kind of like resisting the moment or resisting whatever's happening, or you just resisting the emotions and the energy inside of you. Um, what acceptance really is, is like, I am going to put my happiness and my peace above everything else and me holding back all this fear, me like this other driver, nothing else is going to get in the way of my peace and my happiness. And when I started bringing that mindset forward into my life, into my acceptance, into my processing of my, my trauma, um, I realized I had to, I had to let absolutely everything go down to the smallest of things and down to the biggest of things. Like if I wanted peace, if I wanted happiness, I had to do whatever it took to get that. And to get that, I need to let all these things go. I had to let the fear go. I couldn't hold on to it anymore. I had to let, let all these, this fear and this anger go from, from, from traumas I experienced in my past. I had to let go of the little things. So then I looked at every little disturbance in my life as something at, that I needed to let go, that I needed to um, release and accept, right? So how you can move forward and actually take acceptance into your life is look at every little disturbance you have. That is something that you are resisting. That is something that is still inside of you. It's the trapped energy, trapped emotion, trauma, whatever you want to call it inside of you that needs to be released. And once it's released and accepted that, hey, this is just what needs to come, what needs to happen, you're going to be free of that forever. And what happens is that we resist so many things for so long that all the trauma, all the pain piles up higher and higher and higher to this point where we just get overwhelmed. We break down, we burn out, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it, we come depressed and don't do anything. And sometimes people stay in that for, for a long time or forever. But what you have to realize is that those are the things that have been piling up that from resistance, from non-acceptance that you just need to start letting go, start releasing. And for me, like that was almost everything. Like looking back on my journey, just like realizing, Hey, I have to be honest with myself. I have to accept the, these emotions. For me, the biggest thing I resisted in my life were my own emotions. For Kayleen, it was different. Um, and we, we, we actually were talking about it over this weekend, but um, 
the biggest thing for me, I had to accept that I, I was hurt, right? And maybe some of you now just need to accept, hey, I was hurt and that's okay. And I'm feeling these emotions and that's okay. And if I keep resisting these emotions inside of me and I don't let them go and I don't release them, I don't like feel them, I will be in this pain forever. And I am willing to go through this pain to reach peace, to reach happiness. And ultimately that is the, that is the decision that you'll, you'll make. Like you can decide to stay in pain for the rest of your life, or you can decide to face that pain, release that pain, accept it and be like, this is just how it is. Like some situations, situations in life are just painful. They make emotions come up inside of me and I don't know why I don't want them to be there. But if we accept that we can let them go and then we can be free and we're no longer living our life from fear. We're living our life from peace, love, joy, happiness, and living a life that we actually really want to live. So I want to ask you a question, right? So uh, I don't know if this is happening all over the world because that is my, my choice is to kind of stay in my lane, right? And to watch my inputs, right? Which means that we don't watch the news. But how many of you, and you, I encourage you to be honest about this because I know so many people have been in this boat. In the last, we'll say, couple of weeks, maybe a month or so, just give me a why in the chat box. Why for yes in the chat box there, if you've done this, have complained about maybe the price of gas or the price of food, right? At the grocery store. Because I want to paint a little bit of a picture of what this can look like in everyday life because acceptance can be so much. There are so many things that we want to bring acceptance to. And so I'm going to pull up the whiteboard in just a second and draw a picture here of what's going on when we don't accept things. But I want to really paint the picture of what non-acceptance can look like. And so it can look like complaining. And I know a lot of us, there's a lot going on in the world as it, it seems like always is, but maybe forever will be. There's been so much that's gone on in the last couple of years that's changed and life is changing and things are dynamic for better or for worse. There are certainly good things that have happened in the last couple of years. And there are certainly bad things that have happened in the last couple of years and are continuing to happen and affect all sorts of different things, right? So if you've been in a position where in the last month, couple of weeks, whatever it is that you've complained about the price of gas, or you complained about the price of food, there's a great, great opportunity to practice some like everyday acceptance. And although there are little things like in the scheme of things, there are little things, you know, what Brad and I were just talking about are big things when we're talking about addictions, when we're talking about relationships, when we're talking about, you know, healing and processing mm -hmm. that inner pain and trauma, those are big things in life, but the little things create the big things, right? And so just like anything else, acceptance is a muscle and we can build it in the little moments. So it can look like complaining. It can look like negativity. It can look like, okay, I, you know, something makes me feel a certain way, you know, gas is this price. And then I get upset about it because the reality is gas is the price that it is that it is. I can't actually see across the street right now, but we do have a gas station. I would tell you the price of gas outside the window, but it doesn't actually matter to me what it is mm -hmm. because until it reaches a certain, a certain threshold for me personally, until it reaches like over $10 a gallon, even then it's worth it to me to be able to put that liquid in my car and my car can take me somewhere in a couple of minutes or a couple of hours. It's still worth it to me right? So there's no decision being made. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fill up my car until it gets to a threshold where I say that doesn't make sense anymore. I'd rather right. walk. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of us, what we do is we see the price of gas 
And, you know, we, we go into like fill our tank or whatever it is. And we just, we get upset about it the whole time. Now we're still filling our tank right now. Maybe we're trying to be more economical and that's a very good thing. Right. And that's action that you can take, but you can take that action with acceptance. When we just simply don't accept, again, it's going to look like complaining. It's going to look like negativity, but it's going to breed more emotions in us. Mm -hmm. And then what it's going to do is it's going to control our conversations. I cannot tell you how many people uh, or how much I've been around people who are having this conversation of, I can't believe food is this expensive. I can't mm -hmm. believe gas is this expensive. Now we've done a lot of work, Brad and I mentally to kind of get to the point where this is a, a non-issue. And it's not that it's a non-issue financially, it's that it's a non-issue mentally. Because again, I'm unbelievably grateful that somebody somewhere, something has been able to figure out how to drill this transport it has figured out how to make it go from gasoline into energy. And I can just put my foot on the accelerator and go wherever I want. Right. And same thing that I can go to any store. We could go to the gas station and buy food. Right. And I don't have to grow it. Okay. And so that all comes with gratitude. And those are all kind of the bonus things that you get as a result of healing. But I want to mm -hmm. pull up the whiteboard. If yeah, could you, uh, I will. Yeah. For me? I want to say that, um, first that like when you, like for that example, when you, complain about the gas prices or you go to the pump and you start getting stressed out, what you're doing is you're putting the price of gas above your own happiness and your own peace, right? So that's what I was saying before is like every moment where you're resisting something, whether it's like you are literally putting the price of gas, something that is like totally external has nothing to really do with your life over your happiness and your peace. And again, for me, that was like one big decision. It's like nothing, nothing, deciding that nothing in my life was worth that. Like nothing was worth that cost. Like is, is, is gas really the worth? Like, is that really worth the cost that I'm paying? You know, I'm paying, I'm paying more money in, in, in cash for this, for this gas, but now I'm also paying my happiness and my peace as well. Is that worth it? You're making it even more expensive on an even deeper level. I would argue by not just accepting it and letting it go. I, got I, I knew the second I got off, you would start to get it right. And so that's a really important thing to understand. Now, gas is just an example, right? And you can still not be thrilled about something and accept it, right? Do I want to pay as much as we pay right now? Would it be great to pay 25 cents a gallon? That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Okay. But that's just not the way that it is. And it is what it is, right? So I see in the comments there, right? Delaying sharing. It is what it is. That's what acceptance is all about. It is what it is. Can we do anything about the price of gas? Absolutely not. Okay. I know I can't do anything about it. I can maybe shop around because there's a place in town, Hal's, I think they just changed their name, that they do gas for like three cents less a gallon. Sometimes it's two cents less. So I can go to Hal's instead of anywhere else. But that's about as much as I can do there. Drive an extra half hour. <laughs> yeah, drive an extra <laughs> 20 minutes to go to Hal's, right? Um, or I could ride my bike, I could walk, I could carpool, I could commute, I could work from home. Like those are the things that we can control. You could ask how you make more money. But you could ask, yeah. how can I make more money? Maybe trade in my car for a more fuel efficient car, maybe an electric car. People with electric cars right now, having a great time, okay? So there's all sorts of things that we can, we can do to attempt to rectify or make the situation better, but really kind of if and only if we first accept it. And we can do that with acceptance. So I want to draw something on the board here. Can I say something really quick? Yeah. So not only are you paying, paying, paying the gas with actual money, you're paying it with your, your peace and your happiness. You're also paying it with the, the amount of neg, uh, 
you're paying willpower to deal with the negative energy. So the willpower that you could be using to solve the problem, you're actually putting more into your energy. So your willpower is being drained, your will is being drained. And then also the time, the time that it is taking away from you for you to complain and think negatively is also taking away from the time that you could be solving the problem and making your life better. So you're, you're paying nearly the cost of the gas is not, that's just the first thing. You're not even thinking about the, uh, the emotional and the happiness and the peace that you're paying. You're not thinking about the time that you're paying. You're not thinking about the willpower that you're paying. You're paying so much more. And if you just remove, if you just accept it, you're, you're only paying more, uh, with money. Right. And you know, a lot of people say money doesn't buy happiness and whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, but then like all of us seem to put money, like we, like, and all of us obviously need a certain level of money, but you go. I'll let you, you do your thing. Okay. Right. That's a good bow. And thank you. Thank you. And so <laughs> I had a bow an hour growing up. So we, we prioritize other things over our own happiness. And this is a great example of it. This is from a book. I highly recommend because I just loved it. Specifically. I recommend the second half of the book, but um, a book called Buddha's brain is where I first learned this. And it was a tremendously helpful representation of something that I understood, but it's a beautiful concept to see visually and to understand, right? And so this is life. This is a representation of life. I drew life with a mustache. Anyway, this is life and life has a little bow and arrow. This is you. And in the example, we'll typically talk about these as darts. So I'm going to talk about them as darts, even though I drew it as a bow and arrow. Okay. Life is going to do what we call throw the first dart. Okay. So life is out there with their little bow and arrow and sees you and releases that bow and arrow and hits you. I use red. With the first dart. So that's called the first dart. That's the one that life has thrown. Okay. So life has thrown that life has said gas prices, right? And there's a lot of things that went into this, but life has thrown, okay, gas prices are through the roof. That's arrow number one. Okay. That's arrow number one. Life only throws one dart at a time. Okay. Now that's our gas prices dart. What happens after life throws that arrow for most of us is what we do is we take out our own bow and arrow and we're like, great, we're throwing bow and arrows at me and I'm the target. Let's, let's do it. Right. And so we throw ourselves a bunch more arrows. So the second dart we'll call this is the negativity that you feel. So you feel angry about these gas prices. Now life is just throwing one dart. Now, all of a sudden you're angry about the gas prices, right? And then you throw another dart at yourself you let that anger affect your relationships and you complain about it to your partner. Maybe it starts an argument with your partner about whose car you want to take, whatever it is, right? And you complain about it with your family and your friends. There's another dart, okay? And then you throw yourself another dart and we do this basically an infinite amount of times. Now, life through the start, I mean, how long ago really did gas really start to get getting crazy? I think February, January, right? Okay. So now this has been months. And so we've been throwing, if we've been complaining about this for months and you can just honestly reflect on this, this isn't about beating yourself up. You've already done that. Don't throw any more arrows, right? So maybe you beat yourself up for even caring about the price of gas. Maybe you beat yourself up because 
you know, you kind of, you wish that you had a more fuel efficient car and you wish maybe you had more money to buy an electric car and all these things, right? So you throw all these darts and typically probably you've been doing this for months. You've been throwing darts and darts and darts. Now this happens in every area. This is an example of life through higher gas prices or higher grocery prices. Okay. When life through the pandemic our way, right? Everybody's way, a global pandemic, right? When life through that our way, that's all that it threw. We threw everything else, right? And so we throw all of these darts at ourselves and make ourselves miserable. Acceptance is the way that we stop throwing darts, that we take that first dart and say, ouch, okay, this is what it is, right? Mm -hmm. And don't let it go any further and don't let it ripple out and don't put gas prices or whatever else it is above our own happiness. Don't put fear above our own peace, above our own happiness. Don't put anything else external or internal above the way that we deserve to feel. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's a great topic. Uh, Delane says, what was the book again? So that was uh, so Buddha's brain by uh, Rick Hansen. Rick, Rick and I think brothers did it. Rick Hansen. Yeah. But it's a good book. A great a book. book. And, and that is one of the concepts that I love from that book. Just the understanding that we throw all the other darts. Life only throws one. And that is a really, really cool thing, right? You get triggered. You got triggered. That's mm -hmm. a, a dart that life threw at you. Okay. Everything that happens after that using uh, screaming matches with your partner, everything that happens after that, we throw ourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's one of the reasons self-talk is an amazing, really important thing, but that's why acceptance is really important because it doesn't matter if you're accepting fear, if you're accepting that you have to do something, maybe you, you don't want to do, or you have to right a wrong, or you have to accept the price of food and the price of gas. Mm -hmm. It's going to come into play. And the more that we accept, the less darts that we have in our back and the more freely we're able to walk through life and live our life and thrive in our life. So anytime you find yourself mm -hmm. complaining, anytime you find yourself stuck on something, we are kind of repeating something long after maybe it kind of initially happened. There's a really good indication that you're continuing to throw darts at yourself. Yeah. And I don't know how, how true this is for you, but it was true for me that like with every, with every dart or arrow that life threw at me, there was, it was not only, it was, there was always like an emotional pain. Right. So if we're going along, along with the, the gas prices example, the, like you seeing the gas price being so high causes an emotional disturbance. And then we, we resist that fear. So maybe, maybe underneath all of that, like maybe underneath just the, the gas price, maybe inside of you, it triggers, oh, I don't have that much money in the bank. Oh, I'm already in debt. This is going to make things worse. Oh, how am I going to, uh, afford groceries. How am I going to afford this? Uh, what is, what is this person going to think of me? Cause I can't afford groceries. You know, I can't do this for, for my kids or my family or whatever it is. Oh, I have a wedding coming up. I can't buy a gift for the wedding and I'm going to look like a, like a fool. Right. And those might be all the under, like the subconscious things that are going on, but at the surface level, you might just feel anxiety. And a lot of times you're probably not even aware of that feeling. You just go straight into negative mode and you just start like going off or complaining or just getting scared and fearful. Um, and then we resist that emotion, right? So earlier I said, like the opposite of acceptance is resistance. So you resist all those emotions inside of you. And then what happens is if you don't, if an emotion comes up and you don't just let it out and let it flow, uh, or let it go, um, and you resist it. So if you don't just let it, let it go, you resist it, it'll stay inside of you. And that's when it's like, you get sucked into it. 
and your mind gets sucked in your, your consciousness gets sucked in and then you're in the negativity until things eventually calm down. And then you like, you get sucked out again. I don't know how many of you have experienced that probably with triggers, right? It's like when you get triggered, you, you get sucked in. And sometimes it can be like, oh, where did all that time go? Like two hours could go by where you're just angry and whatever, whatever. And then like two hours later, then you like, you take a step out and you're like, Oh my God, what did I do? Right. And that, that happens on, on big levels and small levels. So for me, like I said, I don't know if that happens to you, but one big element of acceptance was being super hyper aware of how things affected me emotionally. And a word that, that we say is like, uh, disturbances. So does that disturb you? So like a joke that we have is like, like I always try to disturb Kayleen because it's showing her what she needs to accept and what she needs to, uh, let go of to grow even further. And that's how I said recently, I've been, I've been working on this on a much deeper level. Cause I'm taking it to like, I've done all the, the big stuff, right? I've accepted all the big stuff in my past, but now I'm looking at like the little things, the things that like would basically seem so unimportant. Like when you have PTSD, like all the little tiny things, but now I'm looking at like the little things that I just need to accept. And I'm noticing with, just like with the big things, with the little things, there's, there's also emotion that needs to be released with it. So when I have a, so whenever I have any disturbance in me, it's like, I need to accept something. I need to let this go. And then it's good. It's done. And then I no longer have resistance around something. And a lot of times, like I'm noticing around, uh, for me specifically with work, with certain things I want to do, I exhibit a lot of resistance, right? I have resistance to go and do whatever that thing is. And we've talked about that too. Some people talk about it with doing program work or setting a routine or just showing up to these calls. I like, I feel, they say like, I feel resistance in doing these things, right? And that's the same word. There's non-acceptance, which means there's also emotion that you're resisting alongside with that. So if you're resistant, resisting something, or you're feeling resistance to do something, it means there's an emotion that you can, that you can release, that you can let go and accept for you to actually come to peace with whatever you need to, or want to be doing. And that acceptance, right? It's going to give you the data that you need then to move forward. Cause if you're sucked in and throwing all these darts, there's no clarity, when you can really build this muscle of acceptance, whether it's internal or external, life is going to throw that first start and you're going to stand and say, okay, okay, now what, right now, what are we going to do about it? Right. And so using this gas example again, right. Okay. So gas is getting higher. So the first thing I said to myself is, is okay, what am I going to do about it? Right. And in my case, I decided nothing until it gets to this certain point, which I don't ever think it will. There's nothing I'm doing about it. There's nothing I'm doing about it. I'm not changing the way that I work. I'm not changing how much I commute. I'm not changing my car. There's right. <laughs> nothing that I'm changing. And so I was able to make that decision and then just move on. And what I also did in that decision, and this actually kind of kind of relates to what we talked about last week, is I said, okay, there's like life through this dart at me. Gas prices are getting higher. Okay, that is what it is. What am I going to do about it? When would I need to do something about it? So I had decided on a threshold of how much per gallon that for me, then I'm making a huge lifestyle change. And so I made that decision when that first dart was thrown. So I said, okay, nothing until then. So now I don't have to think about it. That first dart is thrown, it dropped to the ground. Now we're done, we're done with it. And I'm not worried about it until it gets to that point. And even then I'm not worried about it. I already have a plan of action that I'll take. So I was able to see clearly enough, and this applies to the internal and the external, but to see clearly enough, once we go with the acceptance, right? Once we have that acceptance, say, okay, 
this is the situation. I'm seeing it. What are we doing about it? Mm -hmm. When are we doing something about it? Are we doing something about it? And that gives you the ability to grow and move forward in a way that is, I mean, it's really, really wholesome and it's growing in a way that puts you first because you can sit there and you can solve it. It took me under five minutes once that first start was thrown to say, okay, this is what it is. What are we going to do? When are we going to do something? Are we going to do anything under five minutes to make all of those choices? So for the past couple of months or mm. whenever this, you know, started, I didn't have to decide. I didn't have to think about it every time I went to the pump. I didn't have to complain about complain it. about <laughs> it. I didn't have to have conversation. This is the first conversation I'm even having about it. Right. Yeah. I didn't have to go through any of that because I wasn't throwing darts at myself. Cause that first start, I took action. I accepted it. I got clarity and I made decisions from there. So are you guys getting this? Are you picking up what we're putting down? Are you, are, is, do you like this topic? Let us know in the, the comments. This is like such a big topic. And we did like jam a lot into just this one thing. And like, we could take one of those little pieces, just like when you, when you take an action or when you resist something and you're not accepting something, uh, you're, you're basically paying for that non-resistance with your happiness and your peace. Um, like we could have taken that one topic and expanded it so much further. Um, if you like this, this is a topic that I would love to go deeper on. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you want to see a boot camp on it, like I, I really like this topic and I would love to really like, just really dig into it and like craft a whole boot camp on it. Um, so I guess maybe we could vote on it, but I'll, I'll keep that in mind. So I, do, I really like this topic. Let us know. There's just so many things you could talk about. And definitely one more thing I want to just press on because we did touch on it, but I want to make sure that we fully understand it. When that first dart gets thrown, a lot of darts can get thrown. Then we, we throw it ourselves very soon thereafter. So it's not an active process where we're saying, okay, now I'm going to throw another. Now I'm going to throw another. This all happens very much at once. Mm -hmm. And typically the reason that we're throwing all those darts at ourselves is because that dart does kind of trigger something deep, right? So this gas price start, while logically it's gas prices have risen, that's the situation. It could have hit you in, in kind of a nerve where it's like, that makes me feel not good enough right. because of X, Y, and Z, because I have a very specific budget or whatever it is. Right. So very often that's what's happening is that dart is re is pressing on a nerve. Right. And that's why we throw all those other darts. So I'm not good enough. I should have a better job. I should, I should make more money. Mm -hmm. You know, my parents were right about not finishing school and this, <laughs> this was the wrong car to get. And I, you know, I should, which is beautiful, which is beautiful because really all of those things opportunity yeah. to know that. So if, when you can accept something, what you can start to do is, is separate the logic from the emotion, because what's happened is gas prices have risen. That's it. Right. And so in regard to emotion, you know, we're talking about, I mean, at first, right. A couple of cents. And of course, a couple of cents over a long period of time makes a couple of dollars. Right. But we're talking about, okay, so this has risen a couple of cents per gallon. If that's making you feel emotional in some sense, then there's a really, really good indication that we need to process something, that there's something underlying mm -hmm. that that thing is pressing on. And it's a, beautiful thing when that happens because it makes us aware of that. Mm -hmm. And so when we can accept, okay, that gas prices are rising and it's making me feel anxious. Why is it making me feel anxious? So then we can solve those things right away. Yeah. That's beautiful because it brings up all the other things that you've resisted in the past. Right. So if, if, if 
the first start comes in, it hits you. And then you feel all of these other emotions coming up. Basically what that means is like, it's, this reminds you subconsciously of something that you experienced in your past that you never released, that you, that you never accepted, that you never let go of. Right. So it's an opportunity right then and there to start letting all of it go. And obviously like if you're in the middle of like a gas station in public, probably don't want to do it there. How I would do it would be, I would spend time like in our healing routines, like we talk about, or this week, we're going to talk about healing vacation. So I would take extended period of time where I would go back and basically release all of the stuff that has been pent up over a long period of time. Um, but at the very, very least, you can use it as a moment to gain clarity and awareness of all the things that you haven't uh, accepted yet, or all the things that you've been resisting for however long. And that's a pretty cool thing. So that's like, that's basically what I'm looking for now. I'm looking, and I guess I've always been looking for it, but I'm looking at it at a much granular, more granular level now at like the smallest of things. I'm looking for disturbances. What is disturbing me? And then I can, I can just go further. Right. And then Kayleen, she's, she's like, I will disturb you. That basically means I'm like, you don't have to do anything to disturb me, babe. It's like, it happens naturally. Annoy each other as kidding. much as possible is basically the goal there. <laughs> so we've been having a lot of fun. With and then that. you become a master of accepting your reality. If you can accept Kayleen. <laughs> all the chaos. So if you have any questions, feel free to get them in the chat box there and we will move into our Q&A. We have some awesome topics for the rest of the week, including something called healing vacations, which we're going to do a deep dive in tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, we're talking about something we've never talked about before, which we're really excited for. And we're going to talk more about personality and how processing looks based on your personality, mm -hmm. which is really, really neat. And then uh, we're going to talk more about addictions and relationships on Thursday. And then Friday, we will be voting on our topic. So I have a couple of topics from the platform mm -hmm. that I will put in a survey. Is it called a survey? Poll. A poll yep. in the Facebook community this week. And it won't be today. It'll probably be tomorrow or the next day. And you can vote on that. And that's what we will be talking about on Friday. So that's mm -hmm. like a little bit of a mystery right now. So if you have any questions, feel free to get them in the chat box. Amazing mm -hmm. job with this topic. Your action is to accept the price of gas. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, maybe, but your, your, uh, your action is to start to practice acceptance, understand that acceptance is a muscle. And the more we practice it, the better we get at it, just mm -hmm. like anything. And it can start with the little things and build to the big things. And mm -hmm. honestly, that's typically what happens. You know, it might not be the addiction you accept overnight. It might be, you might be at that point and not even realize it. It might be just the price of gas or the price of food or little things that we find ourselves mm -hmm. complaining about the weather, where we live in the world, right? Once we start accepting these things, then we can start to take action on them and they yep. will build to bigger and bigger things. Yeah. So action, accept things. And how you do that is through your self-talk on a logical level. Like Kayleen said, there's a logical piece and an emotional piece, just like there is with all processing of emotion and trauma, uh, self-talk. So talking yourself through it. So when you're aware of like, oh, things are uh, going negative, um, or I'm complaining about this, you'd be like, I just need to accept this, just let it go, whatever, whatever you need to say to yourself. And then also on an emotional level, just relax your body and allow yourself to like feel it. If you like today's podcast, you can get access to five live recovery secrets coaching sessions a week, just like this with a Q&A session at the end of each one, a private coaching community, replay access, monthly fitness and nutrition workshops, and a ton of amazing bonuses for free by going to overcomingptsd.com slash free trial. Hope to see you there.